you know, there's a lot of things you need to do around your home. You need to keep up uh, with so many things as a homeowner. Uh, one of the things you don't think about, of course, is your legal title. If you bought the home, you own the home. That's supposed to be kind of the end of it until you sell it. Unfortunately, with home title fraud, that's not really the case anymore. Um, one homeowner pulled into her, uh, you know, into her uh, area of her home, saw a bulldozer demolishing her house. Uh, that's not fun. Uh, why? Well, she was a victim of home title theft. A criminal had forged his way onto the deed of her home and sold it, and the new owner was tearing it down to rebuild. Well, your home, your property, your equity are your most valuable assets, and Home Title Lock can help you protect them. Home Title Lock can make sure this stuff doesn't happen to you. The instant they detect activity or tampering, they can help shut it down first. First things first, you need to, of course, verify that you aren't already a victim. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. HomeTitleLock.com. The promo code is BECK. You can get 30 risk-free days of protection today. HomeTitleLock.com. The code is BECK. Here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, you sick, twisted freak. Welcome to Monday in the Glenn Beck Program. Well, the Sound of Freedom had a stunning weekend. The Sound of Freedom is the story about our good friend Tim Ballard and Operation OUR rescuing a child. And it is a great movie, stars Jim Caviezel. uh, And it's about an operation that this audience funded. Not the movie, the actual operation that you'll see in the movie is because of you. Now, the media doesn't like it. Hmm. We start there in 60 seconds. Our spotlight this half hour is a relief factor. Gary lives in California. He learned about a miracle of relief factor firsthand. He's starting to get there in age a little bit. And with age comes a lot of aches and pains. But he wrote in about his experience. He said, "Uh, I can't thank you enough. I'm 62. Getting up there in age. That relief. Who wrote this? Who wrote this? 62 is not getting it. Anyway, just started taking relief factor. I've never, this is what it cut. This is what happens when you hire 20 somethings. 62 is an old man. Anyway, I'm going to recommend it to all of my baby boomer friends. It's great. Gary, thank you so much. I'm glad to hear that uh, Relief Factor worked for you. Uh, It has worked for me as well. Get your life back. Just try it. The three-week quick start, 1995, a trial pack. Not a drug developed by doctors and hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and 70% of them go on to order more. So go to relieffactor.com, 800, the number four relief, 800, the number four relief, 1995, three-week quick start, now at relieffactor.com, 800, the number four relief, Relief Factor, Feel the difference. Yeah, so the mainstream media did not like Sound of Freedom at all. Um, in fact, they're outraged uh, by it. Um, 
And I guess the translation of that would just be they sided again with pedophilia. Uh, it is, uh, it's, it's, it's making it very hard for us to believe that there's a dividing line between Hollywood, the left, LGBTQ plus activism, and pedophilia just from the reviews that are coming out. Do you remember the movie Cuties? Yeah, that was a creepy movie about the little girls who dance like strippers. Yeah, yeah. Clear as day, the same people who rushed to celebrate cuties are now rushing to attack the sound of freedom. Now, how could you possibly reject the sound of freedom, the story about heroes going in and rescuing kids who have been sold into sex trafficking? Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess I could make that leap if you really loved cuties. The Rolling Stone announced that the uh, people's disgust with cuties was just part of a tactic that has its roots in conspiracy theorist circles such as QAnon. Huh. So if you didn't like cuties, you were probably part of QAnon. Then with Caviezel, we got to point out Caviezel, he's... He's like the lead. He's my he might even be Q. After all, we know he was Jesus. It's one of their favorite tactics, quite honestly, discredit and destroy. They've tried it on Trump without relenting. Uh, By the way, every single one of these journalists that we uh, checked into hatefully obsessed with Donald Trump. What a surprise. The Washington Post now called cuties an unflinching look at what it means to be a preteen girl. Really? Describing it as the kind of story that isn't told well very often and deserves to be told more. Because quite honestly, it makes us reporters hot. The uh, writer asks, whose gaze does the camera represent? How is the scene supposed to make us feel? These are the kinds of nuanced discussions that art is meant to encourage. The article went on while discussing explicit scenes in the film. The article says the point of the camera angle in the scene is to show how unhealthy adults should perceive what's happening on the screen, while healthy adults will be shocked. Now, let me ask you, how are they defining healthy adults? Are those the healthy adults that, you know, say drag shows in my, you know, my uh, second grade class with my kids is okay? Is that the healthy adult they're talking about? The review of cuties came from a journalist. (laughs) Uh, I have an answer to this, but I just want to throw it out. Why are they always in the the, uh, style section, I wonder? Now, the the cuties journalist uh, is actually an LGBTQ plus activist. But for the Sound of Freedom review, the Washington Post assigned Will Summer whose beat is conservative media and conspiracy theories. He's also the uh, author of Trust the Plan, the rise of QAnon and the conspiracy that unhinged America. He described the uh, Sound of Freedom as a box office hit whose star embraces QAnon. Now, like most journalists these days, he's a QAnon expert, He's even appeared in documentaries, and yes, he's as smug as you would imagine. Well, I just love King Charles. 
These people are all in lockstep. They tend to live in big cities, usually New York, D.C., or L.A. They all hate, and I mean hate, conservatives, Republicans, Donald Trump, Christians. And they openly talk about how much they love weird sex. They're usually single, unmarried, and picture holding their cat. Uh, it's hard to put a finger on it, but they, they just, all of them just look like lefties. I mean, just something about their eyes, maybe, they, the permanent uh, look of smugness, the, the royal way of looking down on the rest of society, who doesn't understand Prince Andrew. The creepy part here is that every review in the mainstream media is exactly the same. The journalists who are reviewing Sound of Freedom are all the same journalists who have devoted their career to conspiracy theories and conservative media. Now, oh, the left loves to conflate those two, doesn't it? Uh, so why is, why is it that so many mainstream media uh, outlets have assigned the reviews for Sound of Freedom to the conspiracy theory experts because they are the real conspiracy theorists. They're fantastic at it. They're professional conspiracy theorists. They are. They love to hide behind mastheads, the fancy fonts of the Washington Post and the New York Times. But really, really, it's they're painfully simple and almost always identical. Most of the time, all you have to do is find a picture of them to see a deep sadness and anger in their eyes. They all have bitterness, the bitterness of Antifa, uh, and not really by coincidence, really. Like Antifa, they rely on their uh, masks in order to succeed. They, they take off their masks uh, occasionally, and that's when we can see who they really are. So let's start with uh, uh, John Neffel. He's a senior writer for Media Matters. His review tells us that Jim Caviezel's pushes uh, QAnon in bizarre media blitz for the new anti-trafficking movie, Sound of Freedom. And it purports to blow the whistle on global, tra uh, global child trafficking, but its star offers little more than fever swamp of right-wing conspiracy theories. Now, did I mention he was a senior writer for the Media Matters? Yeah. Uh, one especially hateful review came from Anna uh, Merlin for Vice. The article, anti-trafficking group with long history of false claims, gets its Hollywood moment. Operation Underground Railroad has spent years making big, often unprovable claims about its paramilitary missions and the role of rescuing traffic kids. I know. Now... A new hit might help solidify that myth. So in other words, we're not actually going out and saving kids. The, the, my friends who have been with Operation OUR on some of these, what was it, mythological uh, actions, uh, apparently they'd been hypnotized. They weren't actually there. Now, she specializes, this writer, in subcultures, alternative communities, wonder what that is, conspiracy theories, crime, belief, death, sexual violence, and women's lives. She writes for Motherboard, which is attached to Vice. You can also find her work in, you guessed it, the Rolling Stone and the New York Times. In her bio, she jokes 
I guess that she's been accused of being both a lizard person and a CIA agent, but never at the same time. (laughs) Her book, Republic of Lies, is exactly what it sounds like. She wrote the recent article, Tucker Carlson repackaged the Internet for his terrified elderly audience. Uh Uh-huh. She's obsessed with transphobia uh, and loves to depict herself as a destroyer of conspiracy theories, which is exactly what you would expect to hear from a professional conspiracy theorist. Um, It's a classic, classic projection, accusing people of crimes as a way of distracting everyone from your own crimes. Why do you love pedophilia so much? Why do you love sex trafficking of children? That's my question, and I, I think you should answer it, but... Then there's Miles Klee. He described The Sound of Freedom as a superhero movie for dads with brain worms. Miles was tweeting about how much he hated the movie before he even saw the movie. In fact, this was his whole reason for reviewing the movie. He's a great example of how leftists love to hide behind snark. They love to say, I'm just joking, when they chant, we're coming for your children. To discover who he is, all you have to do is just scroll through his articles. He's a rabid LGBTQ plus activist. Now, you would think, you would think that every every gay person that I know does not dig children. Now, are there some that dig children? Sure. Are there straight people that dig children? Sure. Should we be endorsing digging children? No. Is it healthy to dig children? No. So why is it that all of these LGBTQ plus activists are all digging children? Hmm. You would think more of the LG and even the B's would maybe speak out a little bit more and say, hey, you shouldn't represent us because we don't dig children. Maybe even some of the T's should stand up and go, hey, I may be a dude in a dress, but I don't dig children. Now, he's a rabid activist. Remember the anti-Christian drag queens that the L.A. Dodgers honored with a Hero of the Community Award? Well, Mike Klee does. Uh, He describes the the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence as an LGBTQ community nonprofit, which has long scandalized Catholics for their campy nun cosplay. Yeah, that's one way to describe the Antichrist. He also hates Elon Musk, and uh, one of his recent articles is titled The Transphobic War on the Word Cis Goes Back an Entire Decade, (gasps) Not Ten Years. Uh, In a review for The Guardian, journalist Charles Bramisco attacks the movie as a QAnon-adjacent thriller that pretends to be a real movie, much in the same way Pregnancy Crisis Centers pretends to be an actual clinic. (laughs) Brazilians are already accusing me of pedophilia on Instagram. Well, you know, hey, we should be more like Brazil, perhaps. Uh, For a movie reviewer, he's unusually fixated on QAnon and eager to trash anyone who might challenge leftist doctrine, like his review of My Son Hunter, which he described as a right-wing Hunter Biden movie for fringe lunatics. 
Now, like all of them, they all hate uh, Dave Chappelle. Uh, In fact, uh, this nut job reviewed Chappelle's Netflix specials in an article titled Shock and Bore, How Dave Chappelle Lost His Comedic Touch in His Controversial Michael Jackson Defending Trans-Attacking Netflix Special. The once groundbreaking comedian shows his power has been diminished. Now, some would say that's a long headline. But you should read the story. It feels like an eternity. For reference, you want to know what he considers a good movie? Well, he loves a documentary about a transgendered Taliban fighter. (laughs) Oh, man. And if that Taliban fighter who's trans was still alive, he'd probably love it, too. He uh, mostly panders to the Hollywood elite, which has some serious problems with sexual predators. So we come full circle yet again. Why do you guys love pedophiles so much? At this point, it's really a meme. Compare the Rotten Tomato scores for a politically charged movie or show. I mean, if it's conservative, critics just hate it. It's the worst where they're standing up for pedophiles in this movie. But the audience like it when they take down pedophiles. If it's a woke movie, the opposite happens. Uh, but that's all because, you know, they're all more or less the same. We, we've known this about the mainstream media for a while. It lacks really any kind of real bravery. Actual journalists don't actually exist anymore. Maybe they never did. And journalists are just actually just activists. Hacks now with severe anger issues. And I think it's linked to some sort of mental illness, quite frankly. Well, thankfully, those who are so mentally ill and seem to dig kids are now out in the open. Twitter really has been a gift. I mean, it has. Until then, journalists used to label themselves. They always describe themselves as a centrist, you know, Uh, you know, because people are more likely to believe journalists who are middle of the road. Survey after survey has shown this from the media. People want journalists, not activists. But a few years ago, there was a study from a journal called Science Advances. Ridiculous. But one thing stood out. Researchers debunked the idea that most journalists are independents, not liberals. Previous researchers relied on surveys, which allowed the journalists to self-identify or completely ignore. This time, researchers used Twitter. Hmm. Overwhelmingly liberal. What a surprise. Well, you make your own decision about Sound of Freedom. Uh, As I said at the very beginning, many people have. It went for a stunning $40 million. By the way, how's Disney doing? $40 million total. So I guess guess a lot of people just don't dig children and would like to see child predators in jail. More in just a second. First, let me tell you about my pillow. So the slippers, and I think people will verify now, many saw me in the slippers at our uh, museum that has been traveling uh, the West and the Mountain West. Um, I, yeah, I do wear them all the time uh, because I love them. Patented four-layer design. They ensure your feet are going to be comfortable anytime you wear them, anywhere you wear them. They're also durable. They look pretty good. You know, you're in public and it doesn't look exactly like slippers, which is great. It's kind of like when journalists, you know, I'm a conservative or I'm a I'm an independent. And you're like, no, no, you're really not. 
You're really not. Sometimes you can't tell, though. Like my slippers. My pillow is still having a massive closeout sale. Use the promo code Beck. You get them for twenty-five bucks. They're normally one hundred fifty. They are so well worth twenty-five bucks. I'm telling you, they are great. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square. Grab a pair of the all-season slippers. Twenty-five bucks right now. Promo code Beck. Call eight hundred nine six six thirty one seventeen. Eight hundred nine six six thirty one seventeen. Promo code Beck at MyPillow.com. Ten seconds. Station ID. Well, uh, my first book on The Great Reset was an introductory book on what I think was purposely made complicated. Why complicated? Because it has to be complicated. That's the way it is. Otherwise, you'll understand clearly that it's 21st century fascism, which isn't really a good campaign slogan. Hey, we want to do what Hitler started in the 1930s, but sleeker and a new paint job and totally global. Yeah, not really good. Um, My first book was the introductory. My new one, Dark Future, is the warning. And it comes out tomorrow. And I'm going to give you a preview of what it's all about this week on the Wednesday night special. We'll be talking about on a radio as well. Uh, Probably about 45 minutes from now, we'll get into Dark Future. But don't miss the Wednesday night special. And if you haven't already ordered it, Please order it now. You can get it wherever books are sold. Um, it is tremendous. I urge you to get the paper book. Now, I want you to know I make more money on the audio book. The audio book has extra added stuff because it's my book. I can say whatever I want when I'm reading my book. Uh, and I try to make it uh, much more humorous. In fact, it's funny where the dark future you know, book book is uh, not quite as funny, uh, but please get the hardcover book. Again, I make more money on uh, the other. If you can afford both, great. If you can only afford one, just get the hardcover book. Uh, you never know when these things just might just disappear. You don't actually own anything digital. Isn't that weird? And catch the preview this Wednesday night on Blaze TV and my YouTube channel. There's lots of stuff coming up on Blaze TV this week. We'll tell you more in just a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. On 9-11, 2,977 people lost their lives on what turned out to be America's darkest day. A generation later, you'd hardly even know that it happened. Uh, I mean, at least if you tried to find out about it in a school. Tunnel to Towers, the 9-11 Institute, aims to change that by educating kids from kindergarten age all the way up to 12th grade about what happened on that day. Their nonfiction first-person accounts are available both as videos and in the Discovering Heroes book series. Deeply moving, amazing accounts, and your kids will never forget them. The Institute is also offering full curriculum units with script, uh, scripted social studies lessons. And you know what? Doesn't, it doesn't talk about your kid's gender at all in it. It's fantastic. To never forget, we must educate future generations. So let's help our nation honor its vow. 
never to forget. Donate $11 a month, will you, to help this incredible foundation tunnel to towers on education and everything else. It's T, the number 2T.org. T2T.org. Tomorrow's the big day. Dark Future, the next book in the Great Reset series by Glenn Beck, available everywhere. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, we were just talking about some of the reviews from uh, Jim Caviezel's movie, and uh, let me just let me just remind you, Bud Light is doing really well, really, really well. Um, they uh, they're no longer one of the top ten beers in America. Um, the uh, mm-hmm. experts are now saying it may never recover. There is a um, there's a new move now, which I think is is really really wonderful there's a uh, a tampon uh that is wants to be gender inclu- inclusive uh and so they are appealing now to everybody who menstruates um <laughs> and you're not a woman you're a menstruator which i think is not demeaning um really at all and um disney uh took another blow gosh darn it disney it couldn't happen to a better group of people uh their stock has been downgraded even though historically they're much less expensive than they've ever been ah they're wondering if maybe they're not gonna make it uh so been downgraded just a bit which gosh darn it oh who would have seen any of this coming you want to talk about a terrible weekend for disney mm-hmm. this was it uh pat gray joins us by the way here uh, uh and, and we were talking about this a little bit off the air because this movie the sound of freedom which is the tim ballard movie that i remember glenn you talking about i don't know <laughs> five years ago like i remember you yeah. saw it i feel like five years yeah, ago. i saw it i saw it finished i was with jim caviezel i mean i i saw it several times it was really great and then it just didn't come out yeah huh. and, and what happened was that it was it was 20, 20th century <laughs> fox had it and they were getting ready to distribute it. And then they merged with Disney. So Disney got, when they got control, they shelved the project and they just were going to hmm. basically yeah. get rid of it. Over time, eventually, they just opened it up to let anyone else, someone else distribute it, which is when Angel stepped in. Um, which, so you go to this weekend, you have here uh, the $350 million catastrophe of this Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> losing to a movie that disney had and basically gave up for nothing yeah (laughs) yeah that's a tough movie movie that cost all of 14 million dollars and has already made over 40 million oh my gosh (laughs) yeah incredible Uh, let me just let me just point out um they had that movie for free why did they give it for the same reason bud just flushed itself Mm -hmm. same reason same reason all of these companies are beginning to understand and i i honestly don't think they turn the woke ship around i don't i i think disney may be forever forever damaged i don't know if i ever trust disney again it will take years to trust disney again and i don't think bud light ever comes out of this 
Yeah, and they're different approaches, too. I mean, I think for all the pathetic Bud Light stuff that's gone on, I think they are trying to pander back to the other side now. Like, they actually want to get mm-hmm. people on the right to buy their beers. Disney has no interest in it. They, they, they right. seem no, to none. hate everyone on the right. Yeah, they no. do. Yeah. They hate traditional families. They hate everything that made that company big in the first place. And they've turned it back well, on th- all of there it. there are... They are way ahead of everybody else, way ahead of everybody else. I mean, back in the, you know, 08, 09 uh, time, even maybe before that, do you remember Pat or Stu, one of you guys coming with me um, to ABC when I had a deal, a contract with ABC, mm-hmm. and I'd go on Good Morning America, and everyone was wearing the rainbow uh, colors on the ABC employee badge. And I thought, wow. They've really they they've embraced this. Uh yeah, that was mm. you know, 12, 13, 14 years ago that they were doing that. They they gave their company over to activists long ago. There's nobody in there to go, "Hey, maybe we shouldn't." There's nobody left. Yeah. I and I thought that was I thought that was what's his face? Uh Bob uh, Iger. Iger. Yeah. I, I thought Iger. that. I thought he was going to write the ship, and really, he seems to maybe he be can't. more of a problem. He can't. I, can't I don't think he wants to. No, but I don't think you can. I don't think you know. You you. It, it's almost like the United States of America. At this point, you really have to just hit reset. You'd have to fire so many people. I don't think that's possible. And it's just like it's it's an embarrassing part here of all of this to watch. I mean, it's American culture being shoved down the drain. It is mm-hmm. it is the destruction of of something that was really foundational to everybody. It used to be such a safe place, right? You'd be able to go to Disney, right. you'd be able to bring your kids that kids there, you'd be able to turn Disney on. At least you knew that was safe. And that is now really the opposite. I, you look at it more like a, a, a warning sign, a skull and crossbones on kids programming. Yeah, you it does. Just, mm-hmm. You're it terrified is. to put your kids in front of anything, Disney, because you know mm-hmm. something's going to be in there. Including all their properties like ESPN. Even that, you yeah. know, is oh, yeah. is suspect. Even that uh, it causes it's trouble. Rage. Yeah. And they're in trouble. They are. That's why they fired half of their, 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 they fired half of their staff. It seemed like at ESPN, yeah, They're, over twenty personalities. Yeah, that's a lot. Big ones. Yeah, people, you know, ones that you know, they're top NBA analysts, right? <laughs> Just down the drain. Yeah, this goes on and on and on and on. And I, I don't think you know Disney does not seem to want to turn it around. Ben and Jerry's doesn't want to turn this around. They don't want to sell you any ice cream if you happen to like lower taxes. They're not interested in it. Uh, it someone like Bud Light. You go down this road and you have, this, have to. I, I was at a thing this weekend. We had a little uh, get together this weekend. And, you know, so the, uh, the guy who's hosting it, you know, opens up the, the uh, little drawer uh, that had, you know, his alcoholic beverage choices in it. Mm-hmm. And there were several like, you know, loose, uh, you know, some seltzers and whatever else is in there. There's one Bud Light in there. Now, as the guy's going through, it, he pulls up and he just you know, picks up the Bud Light and everyone goes, oh, I didn't see you like that. <laughs> And everyone reacts like this now, and he and he uh, he said something like, "Well, uh, no, this is this is an archive. This is an, a relic of the past. I'm holding <laughs> on to it. I want to preserve it. Like it, 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 this is where we are." And there was not a deep it conversation is. about our culture no. going on there. It was. It's right. just 
yeah. built in to the branding of this beer now. It, it, is it is central to it. It is. And I don't know how you turn that around. They've gone from first but, decade after decade to 14th, 14th this quickly. That's crazy. I, I've never seen anything like uh, it. Wait, could I, could I just say, could I just say Disney has been number one with children since 1929. <laughs> 1929. <laughs> and look at them now. I mean, mm-hmm. who blows that brand up? That's just insanity. Just insanity. It really is. And they're not going to turn it around. But I will tell you, let me give you some good news. I don't know if you've been follow if you've been following the lawsuit between the mermaids and the LGB group. Have not. Um, but yeah. Well, okay. So the LGB group, they believe you know, well, they're LGB. They don't really believe in the T thing. And they're, they are saying, look, we believe in L and G and, and B and T doesn't work because there's only a man and a woman. You can choose to have sex with whoever you want, but you're not changing your sex. Okay. Well, the mermaids got very, very upset. Now, some might say, who the hell are the mermaids? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was my I question. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't really know, but J.K. Rowling, uh, you know, has tied them to grooming groups. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, the mermaids sued the LGB uh, and said, you shouldn't be a nonprofit organization because you don't believe in the T's. <laughs> I want to show you, I want to show, yeah, I know. I want to show you, this has just happened in uh, England. This is what the English court said. The fundamental rationale of the democratic process upon which our society is founded is that when competing views, opinions, and policies are publicly debated and exposed to public scrutiny, the good will over time drive out the bad and the true will prevail over the false. Only when differing views are expressed, contradicted, answered and debate will the legislature be able to obtain the fullest picture of the views held by those they represent. In a free society, we must be free to disagree and we hold fiercely to that view. What? <laughs> when did they become America? What? What's happened here? Yeah, they've become America, and we've become something quite different, <laughs> haven't we? Yeah, we become Canada, and yeah. Canada has become Nazi Germany. Yeah, I, I just yeah. don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> the final thing from uh, the tribunal was the era of no debate is over. It's fantastic. Wow. If it's true. Uh, All right. Uh, Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. Thank you, Pat. By the way, Pat Gray Unleashed. You can hear him every morning before this program on Blaze TV or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Recently, several million sets of driver's license were hacked online through a popular file transfer service. That means people's names, addresses, social security numbers, birth date, driver's license, your home address, all of it has become available now to the highest bidder. Ah, That's a comforting thought. 
your security from people who want to rob you is very important and it's even more important online everything you you are everything you could have is online at any time so don't wait for somebody to steal your personal information protect yourself it's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft affects our lives. It's also equally important to realize there are measures that you can tell uh, you can take to help keep you uh, safe. And now, not everything can stop everything from happening, but LifeLock by Norton. If you install this, you'll save yourself so much money and so much hassle. I want you to call LifeLock by Norton now. Join and save up to 25% off your first year with promo code BECK. That's promo code BECK. Save 25%. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Or head to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save 25%. It's LifeLock.com. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Ah, <laughs> uh, we have some great news. Great news. Friday, Blaze Media is teaming up with the family leader to host the very first presidential forum of the 2024 primaries. And the forum is going to be moderated by our very good uh, friend, Tucker Carlson. This is going to be his first public event since his departure from Fox News. And after he's done asking the candidates the pointed questions that we all want to know, I'm going to be joining Tucker on the stage for a special episode uh, and a special uh, extra edition, an interview with uh, Tucker Carlson. You don't want to miss it. Uh, all you have to do is go to blazemediasummit.com. You'll click on the YouTube Notify Me button, so you'll get an alert when we go live. This is an event you want to uh, tune in for. All of the candidates, the summit, uh, and it's a presidential forum. Stu, are you going with me? I will be there, yes. Uh, uh, doing, You'll be there. Uh, yep, uh, doing some of the coverage as well. Uh, we're going to be talking to some of the national voices there that are going to be uh, some of them are running for president, some of the big political figures that'll be there. It'll be really an interesting thing. And the Tucker stuff, yeah. I know he did his first interview uh, over yes. the weekend, was it, with, uh, what's his yes. face, um, Russell Brand. Um, uh, Brand, yeah. Yeah. So he's uh, he's kind of able to talk out a little bit, uh, talk publicly a little bit more, which is going to be really interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's a fascinating part of the story here, as he's still, they're still trying to silence him. He's not really going along with that. I was... No, he's not. I was really bummed because I was going to do the first interview with him and I was over in England and we got to stick around with my family instead of going to work. So, but we're doing it. Uh, we're doing it this Friday and we're going to be we're going to be talking about all kinds of things, including the people that he has just uh, sat down with in our opinion on what what just happened. The first presidential forum of the 2024 primaries hosted by Tucker Carlson. Uh, we will be carrying it and I will be uh, there along with Stu. Uh, and is Sarah coming as well? I think Sarah's there as well. Yeah. Sarah Gonzalez. From yeah. The News and why it matters. So we're going to be having. We will have live coverage of it. You just go to blazemediasummit.com. That'll take you to our YouTube page. 
for this event, hit notify me. So when it begins, the coverage begins, you'll be able to be notified and you won't miss it. That is Friday, blazemediasummit.com. There's a lot of exciting things going on. A lot of exciting things. Uh, my book comes out tomorrow. Um, we sold, I don't know how many copies. Uh, There's not going to count for the you know, for the book list, but you know, New York times will make me 80th. Anyway, um, it comes out tomorrow. Make sure you grab a copy of this. It is dark future. Um, it is, it is so important and you'll understand why, uh, next hour as we begin to talk about it a bit, it has the, it's showing you the future. The first book really kind of explained ESG and nobody is really doing this. Um, People still don't know what ESG is. About 30% of the population knows what it is. Uh, and I think most of those, I could be wrong, but I think most of those are probably conservatives. Um, and conservatives have been listening to this while the mainstream media is mocking it, calling it a fringe theory, et cetera, et cetera. And it is definitely not. And if you're not prepared for it, you are going to be really surprised and struggling. So get the book, Not um, Dark Future, right now. It comes out tomorrow wherever books are sold. You can also order it on Amazon. The audio book is very good, very, very funny. Um, you can get it now at, uh, at Barnes & Noble or Amazon, wherever you buy your books. It's Dark Future. Buy it now. Let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this uh, this half hour spotlight sponsor is sweat block. Uh, boy, I have to tell you, we were up in uh, Idaho uh, and we we're doing a fundraiser for this school to help build a school. And uh, it doesn't have any air conditioning up here. And it was uh, really hot in the gym. Very, very hot. And it was a good thing I had sweat block sweat block on uh if you are somebody who is prone to sweating and i think everybody pretty much is but if it's like horrible i'm telling you there is nothing better than sweat block and especially the sweat block wipes um it will improve your confidence uh and you won't smell you won't sweat you wipe under each arm once a week it's incredible if you haven't tried it yet this message is for you try it now 20 percent off if you use the promo code beck at sweatblock.com that's sweatblock.com promo code beck save 20 bucks also available full price on amazon we are at a tipping point in america with 400,000 children in the U.S. foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family, Christians must step up. This is Jack Graham, senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to Chosen, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. Chosen will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson-Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children. Register at Prestonwood.org chosen.
What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Well, tomorrow, Dark Future comes out. What is Dark Future? What, why would you possibly call it that? Well, I'll show you why with a new agenda that is coming from the UN and one that Joe Biden has just signed on to. You're gonna love it. We'll go there in 60 seconds. Stand by. Look, if you find a baggie of cocaine in the White House, you know, you probably have a pretty good idea of whose it is. I mean, right? So if you find a really good steak lying around my house, it's mine. I don't care if my wife tells you that it was the vice president's or it's totally mine. That's because the steak came from good ranchers, which means it's delicious and sourced from great ranches all around the United States. Did you know that 85% of grass-fed beef is imported from overseas, even though it has a little flag sticker on it, like, product of the U.S.? No, it's not. No, it's not. It's a trap! Make sure you head over to goodranchers.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save $30 off of any box. And with Good Ranchers, you can feel good about that 100% American, locally sourced meat that you're putting on your grill and your plate. Make this summer one to remember by starting it with American meat delivered to your door from GoodRanchers.com. That's GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save 30 bucks. All right. So, um... Where are we headed? We're headed for a dark future unless we wake up. And it doesn't take all of us to wake up. You know, a good 20% of of America really awake and aware and standing up and refusing to sit down will change the world. It will, 20%. How do we heal ourselves? What's coming? How do we avoid the mistakes that have been made throughout history and repeated over and over and over again. I did a a special last Wednesday, and I can't tell you how many people talked about it um, coming up to me. It's a a speech that I gave, and I had a feeling I've never really rewatched the speech. But when I walked off, I thought that's an important speech. And so we made it uh, into the special last last Wednesday. And so many people came up to me and were talking to me about that was so important. I understand things differently now. You can find it on YouTube or on Blaze TV. But let me just read some of the reviews. I'm an atheist. I'm an atheist. But I got to say that speech sent shivers down my spine and put tears in my eyes. I've tried speaking to God. Who knows if it's true or not? But maybe I should try harder. Maybe you're right. Maybe there is a God, and maybe all I need to do is open my heart a little bit more. Thank you, Glenn Beck. Um, Glenn, you have just changed my life. I listen with tears in my eyes, knowing how angry and lost I am today. And I need to get back to Christ himself. Listening to you tell how God showed you the path 
and how you took it on like a, a steward of men was so profound that I felt my mind sweats, uh, my mindset switch in that moment. Thank you. Today begins a new direction for me and begins my journey back to my Lord and Savior. God bless you. Thank you. Uh, it is something that you really need to see. It's Glenn's most powerful speech. You can find it on uh, my YouTube channel. Now, tomorrow um, is the release of Dark Future. And the reason why that speech was so important, the reason why I did it a few months ago, and we played it right before this Dark Future comes out, is because it can be a little daunting. It is a dark future. Um, and it is... Um, it's going to be tough for all of us to navigate, and there are good ways to navigate it and bad ways, ways that will only feed in to the system. So if you thought the Great Reset was a lot to process and fight, hang on, because that was the beginning. The Great Reset was the beginning, and hopefully you know about it. If you don't, you can watch my specials on it or you can read my last book on The Great Reset. But this one is on The Great Narrative, this book, and it is the longest book I've ever um, written. I think it's 500 and some pages. Um, and it is all about The Great Narrative. It's called Dark Future. And what The Great Narrative is, is harnessing advanced technologies from artificial intelligence to robotics and it all is working to shift the power structure into a new world order. It is a campaign to transform the global economy, rewrite all of the social contracts in Western nations. Um, and it was a call to action that was launched in 2021 by the World Economic Forum. The same people responsible for the Great Reset. Um, now, this has allies in governments all over the West, banking, industry, and unlike the Great Reset, the focus of the Great Narrative is focused on the Fourth Industrial Revolution, a name given to the emerging era of technological innovation. And we touch on this in the special that is coming um, on Wednesday. So important that you see it. The Fourth Industrial Revolution is is happening right now and if you've ever listened to me say i mean I, it's so spooky Stu. maybe you could comment on this it is so spooky to see the things that i thought would happen back in the 1990s and they're all happening right now and it's spooky because <laughs> unless we wake up to them uh you won't be able to stop it um you know i've been saying for years for years all of the changes made from when we had fire to the moment we had electricity and we were living in cities with refrigerators, all of that will happen in a 10-year period. Well, I was wrong. The latest is uh, from 1760, the first Industrial Revolution. This is according to the World Economic Forum. The first world economic or the first uh, uh, transformation, the revolution, started in 1760. Then we went through the second one and the third one, and we're now at the fourth. So everything that is that has happened between 1760 and 2020 is going to happen. That much of a technological revolution 
is going to happen between 2020 and 2035. That should wake you and shake you to the core. Think of being somebody who was living in colonial times and you transport them. And yes, it takes 15 years to get here. But in that 15 years, do you think they could handle that? I mean, no. (laughs) Look at the way we're handling it. People who are in the modern day. We've had, what, 15 years to deal with cell phones? Uh, I'm talking about, you know, smartphones. How are we dealing with that? How are we dealing with things that are happening at a much, much slower pace than what you're talking about? I mean, if that comes to pass, we have no capability of understanding the consequences of, of these changes. The Stu, you remember me saying these crazy things back in the 90s. Remember? Mm-hmm. I'm saying all these crazy things in the 90s. And they were crazy. And it was kind of like, it was fun at the time to tell you, yeah, I think this is going to happen. And... Uh, you know, and and having a decent idea because I was self-educated on the subject of futurism, but not really knowing. And now to see them happen is insanity, just insanity. Um, there is something new out that you should be well aware of. It in uh, 2021, we talk about this in the uh, book. In 2021, the United Nations began building a new platform for the promotion of the sustainable development goals called our common agenda. Now, I want to see if you think this is really our common agenda. It is uh, an expansion of Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030. If you don't know what those are, you really have some catching up to do um, because these are not conspiracy theories. And the um, and President Biden has just uh, signed on for part of this, and we are waiting for him to sign on for all of it. The U.N. has a roadmap, their words, not mine, and they're going to use it to implement our common agenda. And here's here's how it works at the summit for the future which is happening next September, just a couple of months uh, away and two months before the 2024 presidential election, they are putting together the pact for the future. So what is our common agenda? Let me give you the 12 commitments and tell me, stop me, Stu, if you have a problem with any of these. Okay. Leave, leave no one behind a new social contract basic income programs, universal health care, and digital inclusivity. I can stop you now. There's there's several problems I have already, but you haven't even really started okay. yet, have you? No. Two, protect our planet. This is a global Green New Deal plus other massive environmental mm-hmm. programs. Three, what would the United Nations be if they couldn't do this? Promote peace and prevent conflicts. Four, abide by international law and ensure justice, the new vision for the rule of law and opening access to all government services to illegal immigrants. Five, place women and girls at the center includes mandatory gender parity requirements, including thorough quotas and special measures. Six, 
Build Trust, which is a global code of conduct to crack down on misinformation on the Internet, including social media. This is our common agenda from the U.N. Seven, improve digital cooperation with accountability criteria for discrimination and misleading information, which will end free speech on the Internet. Eight, upgrade the United Nations in, uh, initiates a United Nations 2.0 program that would refocus the U.N. on data strategic foresight and behavioral science oh that sounds nine ensure sustainable finance this is esg and other great reset initiatives uh, 10 boost partnerships also great reset related includes a program to have the united nations work directly with local and regional governments around the world including america to implement our common agenda uh, 11 listen to and work with the youth develops among other things new futures lab uh, new un youth office and includes a transforming education program and 12 be prepared a stronger world health organization universal health care and most importantly this is what joe biden just signed on for the emergency platform initiative that's great so that's what they are what do you think Stu? our common agenda oh that's uh, yeah it's very interesting because all of these seem to be the wish list of of these lunatics and what they've been pushing over the past uh, couple of years anyway they always seem to kind of come into that exact same bucket, right? It's less control for you. It's more control for them. It is, uh, you know, something that, you know, each one of those is another massive problem that we either can't afford or if we could afford it, uh, it would destroy the fabric of all civilization. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean you, you couldn't well, design it worse. Well, not necessarily. They're going to have new technologies like quantum computing mm. and AI to be able to do behavioral science on us. So they'll know what we're thinking and they'll know what's best for us. Yeah, I mean, I could be charitable here. There are some things in there that I think could be <laughs> that could be beneficial. For example, uh, you said right. putting women and girls at the center of, of everything and as they're fu functioning mm -hmm. and trying to figure out diversity. It, sure. at, in theory, at least they would have to define a woman in this circumstance. So there could be some positives that come out of this. Right. I just have a feeling it's not going to way, go the way of the old common agenda mm. on defining women. But, may, you know, maybe that's just me. Great Reset is the launch point to build the great narrative which is our new dark future. I'll show you on Wednesday night what it's all about and how we have to take a stand right now. You can patch, uh, catch the preview Wednesday night on Blaze TV and my YouTube channel. I don't know how long YouTube will let it stay up because we dare to mention the Great Reset, which is a trip. I mean, I'm, I named my last book The Great Reset and YouTube made that a uh, demonetization uh, phrase. So everything pretty much I've done over in the last two years 
on the Great Reset. Haven't been able to make any profit on it. I hope you watched it. Um, and uh, we don't know if this is going to be either demonetized or canceled. We don't know. You could become a subscriber and help us tell these stories at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code will not be censored and get $30 off your annual subscription. Dark future available at bookstores and everywhere tomorrow all over the country. All right, our commercial uh, sponsor this half hour is Relief Factor. Doug lives in Colorado, one of these people who enjoys hiking and riding a bike. I don't know why. I mean, anyway, he started experiencing pain in all of his joints. Why? Because you're riding up hills on a bike. I mean, get in a car, man. That's the way God intended us. Otherwise, he wouldn't have given us a car. Anyway, um, it was so bad he couldn't hike anymore. He could only ride his uh, bicycle. That's when he started to uh, give up a little bit. Then Doug heard about Relief Factor on the program. And what do you know? All of a sudden, Doug starts feeling better again. Just a few weeks, he says, into taking it. You know what he did? He went and squandered that feeling better on more hiking and biking and riding. What is wrong with you? Jeez, some people will never learn. Three-week quick start, 1995. It's a trial pack. It's uh, not a drug, but developed by doctors. You can get it now at relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com, 800, the number four, relief. 800 for relief Relieffactor.com, feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. Hey, some uh, exciting news. This Friday, we're going to be everywhere this week. This Friday, Blaze Media is teaming up with the family leader to host the first presidential forum of the 2024 primaries. And the best part, our very own good friend, uh, Tucker Carlson, is going to be moderating this. It's going to be his first public event since his departure from Fox News. They're trying to shut him down, and he just won't. Uh, and after Tucker is uh, done asking the candidates all of the pointed questions that we all want to know, I'll be joining Tucker on stage for uh, a special interview and recap with Tucker. We'll also be giving, as we are um, switching things on the stage, we'll be giving commentary uh, along with myself and Stu and uh, Sarah Gonzalez is going to be there. So we'll give you real coverage. All you have to do is just go to blazemediasummit.com. That's blazemediasummit.com. Click on the YouTube notify me button and you'll get an alert when we go live. This is an event you do not want to miss. It's blazemediasummit.com. It's free. Just hit the notify button. And it happens Friday, and it's going to be something you just don't want to miss. Oh, stew, stew, stew. Have you left any cocaine at the White House lately? Uh, I keep my cocaine with me almost everywhere that I go. It does feel like that is a very standard um, part of a person who uses cocaine is they don't lose their cocaine. Like, it feels like... uh, Well, I mean... Back in the day, and kids, I hate to disappoint, but uh, there's a reason I can't remember names and things, and that is the from the heavy drug use mm-hmm. uh, of my past. And uh, I know I was really pretty sure where my cocaine was at all times because I really wanted my cocaine. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, and you're paranoid, right? Isn't there a paranoia that comes along with with uh, this type of thing where you're with illegal drug use in the White yeah, House, especially if you're yeah, especially if you're in the White House and Secret Service all around. Yeah, uh, you know, and it was right there by the um, uh, the Security Council room, the uh, Situation Room. Mm. So that's. Uh, that's good. Yeah. It, it, um, it also strikes me as the, the type of person who does that, brings it in, uses cocaine in the White House, is looking for the ultimate high after nine million previous ultimate highs. I'm not going to put it past another member of that White House other than, you know, Hunter Biden or their oh family member. Certainly it could be somebody else, too, that no. has those same tendencies. But, man, it fits with him. At this point, it could have been the Marine at the door. I, I don't trust anybody <laughs> at the White House anymore. Back in just a second. The Glenn Beck Program. So if last month was uh, Pride Month, I think this should be Humility Month. We humble ourselves before our God. We are grateful for the things that we have and humble and ask for forgiveness on the things that we have done. There are many Americans today that do not have the freedom of life and liberty because it's taken from them before they're even born. That's why Preborn is in existence. Preborn is the largest pro-life ministry in the country, and they are coming under attack. They help fight abortion by providing free ultrasounds to women in crisis. They're about saving lives and souls. And what they do is they give these women who come in an ultrasound. When you see the ultrasound, you're much more likely to choose life. And also, you're in an atmosphere where it's just like, have the baby. What's wrong with you? Instead, they really care about these women, and they have follow-up care for two years. All kinds of additional services. Will you help us? $28 for a ultrasound. Uh, you can get five of them for 140 Go to preborn.com slash back, preborn.com slash back, or keyword baby at pound 250. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Don't miss it. You save 10 bucks off Blaze TV. Columnist Maureen Dowd uh, took, uh, took aim at uh, Joe Biden this weekend. She wrote, quote, the president's cold shoulder and heart is counter to every measure he has sent for decades and is out of sync with America, the America he wants to continue to lead. What I find unconscionable is that he refuses to admit or accept the fact that there is a beautiful four-year-old girl living in Arkansas by the name of uh, Navy Joan, who is your seventh grandchild, Mr. President. This is incredible. First of all, she starts. Let me repeat what she said. The president's cold shoulder and cold heart is counter to every message he has sent for decades. No, but it's not counter to who he is. You just believed in that message. The, the, these people don't care about the individual. They don't care. And if you are for abortion, why do you care? Children are a mistake. This baby should have been aborted, but her mom was probably a deplorable. And so she didn't. She saved the child. So big deal. Let her raise it. 
the husband didn't want it. Why not have that attitude if you're for abortion? I mean, it, he, he is clearly he knows about this grandchild and he doesn't care at all. Just like he honestly doesn't care about his son. No father, no father. I am an alcoholic, recovering alcoholic. I know what uh, can be done for alcoholics and can't be done for alcoholics. I know I have to hit my personal bottom. Now, why is it that this father who says he loves him and has gone through so many alcoholic children and has so many problems with drugs in his family doesn't yet know empowering him to continue on is a really dangerous thing. Not because he cares about his son, but because he's either making money for dad or he knows if I don't support him, he'll turn on me and expose me. I don't know what it is, but it's not love and compassion and the act of a good dad or grandfather. It's disgraceful. It really is disgraceful. I'm glad Maureen Dowd actually called this out and somebody on the left said something to defend this little girl. But it was only people who were on the right doing it. You know, this is not her fault. She didn't do anything wrong. She didn't. She didn't. She didn't come up with some crazy affair. She didn't get. She didn't. She didn't commit a crime. She didn't do coke. She didn't do any of these things. She's just a poor little four-year-old girl who is being abandoned by her father and her grandfather over politics. It's disgraceful. And you know the the the, I don't even know if it's. I don't even know if it's politics, Stu. I really don't. Maybe with grandpa, but it's money. Yeah. It's money mm-hmm. for the and and time uh, for Hunter. Yeah, you know, it's a great point because honestly, the the obvious political thing to do here is to just make this go away, and they could do that. Correct. They have plenty of money. They could easily. Oh. Make sure she has a, a nice, cushy life. I mean, if you think about Glenn, let's go back in time. Go back to the 1950s, 1960s. A, a big politician is going through a, a scandal like this. You throw some money at it. Everyone tries to kind Make of ignore it, it. No one really acknowledges it or, sa- or says anything. That would be the the old school way of doing it. And The old know, way school. Would, wait, 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 wait. But the old way school for people to turn away is... Look, he's doing his duty. Politics would make it into a scandal, Mm -hmm. but at least the politician could say, yeah, but I'm taking care of that child. I, I made I, you know, I made a choice. She's having a child. I'm taking care of it. Yeah. And I mean, you know, Glenn, you know more about this than I do, uh, but. In the art world, for example, if we could go delve into the art world, the sure. what they seemingly did with this woman was say, hey, here's a bunch of Hunter Outrageous. Biden paintings that she's Outrageous. probably read in the newspaper are worth seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a piece, which and is an absolute crock crock. So she thinks she crock. has all this really valuable art that's going to help her daughter get through uh, her life and pay for her college and all these things. When instead, what she has is a bunch of worthless Hunter Biden junk that he's probably probably didn't even paint, honestly. But even if he did, it's not very he didn't do a very good job doing it. And so now she thinks she has seven hundred fifty thousand dollar items that are probably worth you know one thousand or five hundred or zero, and they basically scammed her into signing this agreement 
Oh, my gosh. She can't use their name. It's it's just Mm -mm. disgraceful. It is is so disgraceful. Let me give you an example. There is a painting of George Washington uh, by Rembrandt Peel. You've seen it in every history book, every history book. It's called The Porthole. Look it up. You've seen it. The Porthole, Washington. Um, And it literally has been in every history book that I ever had. Rembrandt Peel, Porthole, Washington. uh, George Washington, I think it's called. Um, That is about $800,000 for that portrait. You're telling me that Hunter Biden's art (laughs) is worth that? Really? Really? Because that's fascinating to me. I contend she will never be able to sell any of this art that is she could go to a museum. If you are not a museum, an art gallery, if if you had that piece of art from Rembrandt Peel, you could bring it to an art gallery and an art gallery would take it and sell it for you. Do you get the 800 grand? Maybe, maybe not. You might get 900. You might get 700. But you're in the ballpark. You take these um as a baby mama to any gallery and they're not going to give you 10 grand for them guarantee it that's guarantee it terrible 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 they couldn't even i i want to buy one of them i want to right i want to i right it's like giving her monopoly money Mm -hmm. it's so insulting I want to actually buy one of these paintings because I want one in the museum just for history's sake on this family. <laughs> uh, but I, I won't pay. I mean, because she's, a, you know, a mom, I'll give her 10 grand. She won't get a better offer. She won't get a better offer. And if she does, okay, great. Take it. Mm. But if she's got all of these paintings, there's, they're not worth anything 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 and i feel like legitimately terrible for this little girl like what did she oh my gosh she had nothing to do with this why are you why are you treating her like human scum this is your granddaughter this this is the way people treat children who believe in abortion tell me something what does a baby who was and this is so controversial to say but who was uh created through rape what does that baby have to do with any of that now we say well i can't imagine putting that girl through that after the rape and i i understand that i i want that option you know it just it's horrible i feel horrible saying that because I shouldn't make an exception for that. But many people do make an exception for rape or incest. But that baby is still a baby and still has a soul in it. What, what did the baby do? The baby didn't do anything wrong. Here's this guy because he just wanted to have awful, icky, drug-induced sex this child is is born this child is going to need so much therapy so much therapy yeah no or they're going to turn out exactly like dad which is a a much worse uh possibility you know like it's just one of these things where you step back and you have to you have to take a breath and say look these things no one's expecting joe biden to host 
the ma- Hunter Biden's baby mama at every state dinner. No one's asking for that. Uh, but acknowledging the child would be nice, you know, and when it comes down to it, the circumstances of your conception do not define the value of your life. That is a it's not even a mm-hmm. part of the story, right? You don't t- no one knows the story of how you were conceived and you probably don't want to know the story of how you were conceived. That's not at all important. It's not at all important to this child, this life that they are denying. They talk about how people identify and how important it is to recognize who they truly are. You won't even acknowledge this is a person. You're just denying their existence completely. It is disgraceful. Thank God somebody said something other than us. But I mean, I, the fact that this is not a much but bigger think, story and she, he's not asked about it at every press conference is driving me crazy. Think about this. Think about this. They have ignored this for so long. We said this when he was being elected. What about your grandchild? What about the grandchild that you won't recognize? We've been saying that since he was elected. Uh, now, now that he's weak, they're starting to say something about it. But you'll notice I don't think he's getting any advice from all of the advisors, all of the people in the White House. This is coming from the outside. Does that have anything to do with all of the people that he has put in agree with Black Lives Matter that the number one job is to destroy the nuclear family and the family unit? It takes a village. Is that is that why? Because every sane advisor would say admit the girl is your grandchild. What is wrong with you, you heartless monster? By the way, would you do me a favor, Stu? While we go, I'm going to go to a break here. Would you just tell me, uh, if I paid, if I had $40 million, I sold, you know, 40, 40 of Hunter Biden's paintings, <laughs> and I wanted to give that to America, how much would each American get? with from the benefit of those 40 paintings would you just check that out for me sure i'll be back i'll tell you why i want it here in just a second first our uh, sponsor this uh this half hour is um car shield when your check engine light comes on it's a little like finding cocaine in the white house again i mean you know you kind of want to you know you don't want to tell just anyone but you know you hope it goes away uh-oh Uh, But it's not going to. Uh, Eventually, you're going to have to deal with that cocaine or that check engine light. Um, Unlike finding cocaine in the uh, White House, your best bet will be with uh, with uh, car shield. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, and you don't dispose of the evidence up your nose. I'm just saying CarShield offers affordable protection plans to fit every budget and covers more parts than ever before. And you'll want them when the costly repairs are needed and you don't have any cocaine to sell. CarShield. Count on CarShield when, when your car breaks down. CarShield dedicated protecting what you drive. Get coverage like I have at carshield.com. 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. Save 20%. The price will never go up. What? No matter what inflation does. 800-227-6100. carshield.com slash back. Save 20% now. The Glenn Beck Program. 
I want to do a little uh, exercise with you here for a second. First of all, um, if you take $40 million, let's say we had 40 paintings, 40 paintings from uh, Hunter Biden, and they were each worth a million dollars. So we have $40 million. And we wanted to give that $40 million to every person in America, piece of it. How much money would each American receive, Stu? Something like 12 cents. 12 cents. $40 million, 12 cents per person. Now, let me give you some perspective on why this Hunter Biden thing and uh, Joe Biden matters. Uh, If you just took the chemicals out of our body, okay, what is the human body worth in minerals and chemicals about a hundred and sixty dollars okay a hundred and sixty um a black market kidney i don't know for sure if i can trust this source because i've never purchased a black market kidney or know who to trust so i might be getting ripped off but a kidney on the black market is said to go for a hundred and sixty thousand dollars The Walk Free Foundation says that a slave, due to oversupply, is about $100 uh, per person. Okay, A human slave, because there are so many, is $100 per person. Joe Biden sold us into slavery of another country, whatever it is, that he gave the other country that belongs to each of us, our freedom, our society, everything, he sold you for 12 cents a head. I don't know. The minerals in me is worth 160. You think $90 or $100 for a slave is outrageous that you could purchase a person. person. He just sold the whole nation for $40 million. That's $0.12 cents a head. And I thought the cattle ranchers were getting ripped off. Can anyone see... how horrific this is that our president and his family have sold us for 12 cents a head is anyone going to stand up on the left and say hey i mean you know policy is one thing but selling your nation out or do all of the democrats in this country believe that America is not worth saving. America's not worth selling to the Chinese, to, uh, to the Ukrainians for 12 cents a head. The Glenn Beck Program. You work hard for your money. And if you're like me, you want to make sure that uh, you're getting the very best and you're putting your money into companies that... 
you know, don't hate your guts and don't hate the country. And, and if you're really lucky, somebody that is actually trying to help save the country and bring jobs to America. So sometimes you start small and you start with a uh, with an inventor or a dreamer that uh, starts off in his garage. And that is Grip Six. They started out in their garage and they started making belts and wallets. These are really different wallets and really, really great. Um, and now they also make socks and they have decided to make sure everything is made in America. So the socks come from the sheep from American ranches uh, and then the uh, American manufacturers wash the wool then process it, weave it into socks. Somebody else here in America does that. They're absolutely great socks. Get your Grip 6 socks right now. I love them. I think you will too. Your Grip 6 socks, your hard-earned trusted money goes to a company that does it right grip6.com slash beck to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We made, as a society, as people, a huge mistake in the 1800s. Late 1800s, and it really manifested itself in the 1930s and 40s. And America really led the way on this. Are we going to make the same mistake again? Will we follow the science? Will we follow the experts? Or will we think for ourselves? We go there. And the Great Reset plus what it brings us, a dark future in 60 seconds one of the things that you'll love about patriot mobile is that they're gonna let you know right up front who they are give me an example if you're on verizon and you haven't heard me talk about this already on this program you may be unaware that they donate to planned parenthood i don't want any of my hard-earned money going to planned parenthood period When you're with Patriot Mobile, you'll know exactly what they stand for. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three networks so you get the best possible service in your area without all the woke crap. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you'll be sending a message. Can you hear me now? We support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, our military, veterans, first responder heroes. 100% U.S.-based customer service team will make switching easy for you right now. Keep your phone. Keep your number. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 878-PATRIOT. Free activation with the offer code Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 878-PATRIOT. So back in the uh, in the late 1800s, there were a couple of things that happened. 1849, we had uh, Karl Marx make his Communist Manifesto. 
His Communist Manifesto would set Europe on fire and then eventually set Germany and Russia on fire. It was a new scientific way because all the old ways didn't work. So now we have big factories and labor, and so we need a new way of looking at things. Then at the same time, after we got rid of slavery and the world started looking at things differently and all men are created equal, Darwin came up with Origin of the Species. And what's worse is the descent of man, where he later said, no, I don't agree with, you know, that there are subspecies and I'm not against black people, etc., etc." He taught us through evolution uh, and uh, origin of the species and descent of man that there is a subhuman. There are people that are of lesser value. And maybe that value is color. Maybe that value is just somebody who is handicapped. Maybe that value is somebody who just isn't pulling their weight or more trouble than they deserve. This was the first time that science codified racism or any kind of ism. You're against people of disabilities. You, you really don't like people who, you know, breed too much. Well, science, science was pushing all of this. And people like um, uh, Margaret Sanger and my personal favorite, the Human Betterment Society or Foundation. Uh, they were um, out of California. She I believe most of the buildings at Stanford are named after these eugenic monsters. But I digress. They went and they took all of this back to Germany. They took it all to Germany and said, no, you don't understand. You guys are really super, super scientific, right? But let us show you what we've found. You can get rid of all kinds of people. And at the same time, George Bernard Shaw was saying, you know, there's got to be some way to kill all of these undesirable people. There's got to be some sort of a gas. Well, lo and behold, thanks to better living through pharmaceuticals, IG Farber came up with Zyklon B. Now we are entering the fourth industrial revolution, and it's all being led by the same kind of dictators the same kind of progressives, Marxists, socialists, totalitarianists, anyone who wants power and control because they know better than you. This is history repeating itself. And I know Americans don't like to listen to it and do something about it. It's like when, you know, buy Bitcoin when it's, when it's $60,000 a coin, not at $200 a coin. What are you, stupid? Buy it when it's at its highest price and then sell it when it crashes. That's the American way. So I suppose we'll all, we'll all care about this when we actually see more than just Canada killing off its citizens. When we, when we actually see that the U.S. dollar is gone and replaced with a Fed coin, and you've lost all of your power. 
you'll start to care about it if you're the average American, I guess, once you understand that people are claiming that AI is a god, that it is alive, that it is all of the answers, and how dare you even question it. But if you're not the average American, if you're somebody who does pay attention, that does care, that wants to make sure that your family is safe, I invite you to pick up my new book called Dark Future. It is the second in the series. The first one was The Great Reset. This one is about the great narrative and what that means. Dark Future. Uh, Justin Haskins is uh, my co-author. I wanted to have him on uh, today to highlight the things that he thought were the most important things coming out of uh, the uh, Dark Future book. Hey, Justin, how are you? I'm doing well. I mean, I'm I'm depressed after that uh, that lead in. (laughs) But, you know, other than that, I'm, (laughs) I'm doing pretty good. Well, you know, you shouldn't be depressed. Now you're informed. Now you're informed. So now you know, oh, wow, that did happen. Holy cow. We maybe shouldn't go that direction. Right? Yeah, I, I think I, without, without a doubt. I'm, I'm actually incredibly excited for people to finally see uh, the research that we've been working on now for a year and a half on this book. And really, mm. it goes back many years even before that. There's so much incredible information. There's so much for people to prepare for. And it isn't going to happen. I, th- these things, these are dark, difficult questions. Uh, there's no doubt about that. But we can solve these problems. We can avoid a catastrophe. We can stop ourselves from becoming the next, the next Nazi Germany or some other horrible place like that. But the only way for that to happen is for people to be informed and to understand what's really going on. And right now, the vast majority of people, including people in this audience who are far more informed than the average person, do not know how technology is being shaped and designed to transform every aspect of their lives, every part of the global economy, and even what it means to be a human being. And that is what this book is all about. It is, it is the most unique book, I think, that has ever been written, to be totally honest. I don't think anyone has done what we've done here. And I think anyone who reads it and gives it a fair shot will not only learn important information, but they will be far more prepared for the world that is emerging if the Klaus Schwab's get their way and will be better prepared to stop that from happening. I will tell you that, um, you know, when you said that, I think it's the most unique. Um, I, I'm not sure if it's the most unique book ever. The Bible is pretty unique. But um, I, I think you're right, though, on um, politics. You know, as I was uh, doing the reading, I, you know, I, I have buyer's remorse or I always look at things that I've done and go, oh, it's, maybe that wasn't so good. And I was uh, doing the um, the the audio book and I had several producers who uh, work in and around the show. So they're very informed, but they're more like a regular listener. And uh, two of them said to me, uh, I so get it now. I kind of knew what, you know, the Great Reset and I read the book and I heard you talking about it and ESG. 
but now it all comes together and that's because this is about phase two this is about the great narrative why are we destroying everyone's history why why is everything being rewritten because there's a great narrative that is going to fill that void and tell you who you really are tell you what society is really supposed to be like tell you what your country that it doesn't exist anymore but you're all part of a global society that's the great narrative and this shows you how far ahead it is and uh, all of the questions you're exactly right all of the questions that need to be asked um, Justin, I've been saying we, we need to ask these questions for a very, very long time. But I was so happy to see. I mean, I don't have we didn't you know, we didn't test audience this. We don't you know, we just don't do that. Um, but again, going back to those that I, I read it uh, and they were in the room just checking all the words, make sure it was right. Um, they were uh, saying I never thought of for instance ai that way i had no idea that it could do this this and this already let alone what quantum computing even means and how that's going to change the world entirely i don't know if you saw justin it uh, google just said that their quantum computer now can solve a question in uh, less than i think they said less than a minute that takes the competitors uh, quantum computing 47 years to complete yeah yeah and 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 there's so much i did see that story it's it's absolutely incredible and when people read the book they'll understand why that isn't just sort of a unique tech fact <laughs> that that is quantum computing and uh, and and artificial intelligence and advanced algorithms and all of these things are how elites are going to shape the it's how they are shaping the world right now yeah. most people have well, no for, idea that that technology is already being used in that way yeah and quantum computing so people understand it is it, it, it that coupled with ai it's unstoppable it becomes the greatest brain anyone could ever imagine it becomes a god it becomes a god and you're not going to have a, a quantum computer you don't get access to that. The quantum computer, you will have to rent space on the quantum computer. Uh, computer. And space is not going to go to people like you. It's going to go to universities and governments and all of these other elites. They'll have access to, to answers that man has always asked and couldn't solve. But they'll be sure to make a product for you that will make you safer and more fulfilled. Right. And they'll use it as because this is the most powerful, as you said, the most powerful brain, essentially, that they're creating that has ever existed on the planet. Um, you know, other than God, <laughs> like other than God, this is the most powerful brain that has ever existed. And they're already starting to use this in public policy. You have central banks. I think it was the Central Bank of Canada. We talk about this in the book that is yep. using quantum computing. And we're talking about the old quantum computing, the, the slow one, not even the new one. They're <laughs> using quantum, quantum computing to make decisions 
about public policy and monetary policy to test out. They're testing this out right now, um, running these really advanced simulations about how people would behave in certain situations uh, with a new kind of currency and things like that. And there was no way for them to do this prior to quantum computing because the math is too complicated. But now they have a machine that will answer those questions for them. And who's going to dispute it? You, me, we're going to stand up there and say, well, we think the machine is wrong. How? We're not as smart as the machine. And so you're going to no, we're, we're going to see very soon this this world of politics, I think, is going to devolve into dueling quantum computers and algorithms and uh, and artificial intelligence. And people are not are going to be told they're too stupid to be able to answer any meaningful question. And we just have to listen to whatever the machines are telling mm-hmm. us, except who's designing the machines and, and what right. are and, their goals? And, and what is the machine's goal eventually? I mean, it is, uh, it puts every single human being in a place to where they say now, oh, are you a doctor? Oh, so you know about COVID. You're a doctor. You're smarter than a doctor. We already say no. You know, you shouldn't do this with your children. You shouldn't do that with your children. You should instead make sure you bring them to a drag show. Well, I don't think so. Are you a teacher? Are you a teacher? Because teachers know. This is the ultimate. You don't know. And it's right over the horizon. And it's only one, really, one or two chapters of the book, Dark Future. It comes out tomorrow. Grab your copy now um, and make sure you get a paper copy. If you can only afford one, get the paper copy. But uh, get the paper copy for sure because you own it. So you know I make more money on the, um, on the audio version. So I'm telling you to buy the paper copy over that. Uh, that's how important I think that is. But if you can afford both, get the audio version as well, because it is it's uh, I've, I've added some humor uh, to it to make it a little more palatable. And uh, I think you'll uh, really enjoy the audio version of it. Dark Future available wherever books are sold. It comes out tomorrow. More in just a second with Justin. First, let me tell you about our sponsor. It's Rough Greens. Lewis, uh, I'm sorry, Lois lives in Ohio, and she writes in about her dog, Alexis. She says, Alexis loves Rough Greens. She's joined the Lick My Bowl Clean and Push It Hard Club now. I love because that's exactly what Uno does. He takes his nose and he's just licking it so hard and it's banging all against all the floorboards. Um, this is uh, this is something she says, I every afternoon... My dog will return to her empty bowl and lick it again. She's also a more active dog now. Thank you so much for Rough Greens. It's been tremendous. Four paws up. Rough Greens, not a dog food. It's a um, it's a an additive that you put into your dog's food, and it gives them all of the vitamins, minerals, and everything that they need to be healthy dogs. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. Or you can call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. 833-GLEN-33. RoughGreens.com slash Beck. Call them now. 10 seconds, station ID. So I've got our two minutes remaining here, Justin. I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, the UN, which has come out with their uh, their uh, 
collective action or what what is a common vision, something like that. And it involves emergency powers going to the U.N. Biden has now come out and uh, and approved it and said, I'm cool with this. Where do we stand on this? Yeah, there, there's this uh, incredible plan from the United Nations called Our Common Agenda. Part of that is an emergency platform, which in essence, if approved, would give the United Nations, specifically the Secretary General, kind of like emperor-like powers in the event of what yes. they call a global shock, which is very broadly defined in their proposal. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this is supposedly going to be up for a vote with member states in the United Nations at their meeting in September of 2024. So a year, more than a year from now, they're going to have a big event called Summit of the Future. And at that Summit for the Future, they're going to have a pact for the future. This is a going to be a, a sort of a binding global international agreement like the Paris Climate Accords or something along those lines, um, where member states are going to be expected to sign this agreement. And the exact details of everything in it are being fleshed out right now. And one of the things that they want to put in there is this emergency platform that gives these massive amounts of power to the Secretary General of the United Nations to control virtually everything, including a lot of the stuff that we talk about in Dark Future related to AI and, um, and, and the global digital commons and all of these different things that are tied up in the Internet and technology and everything else. Um, so it is an incredibly, incredibly dangerous moment in history. Really, it is. The Biden administration has already come out through one of their ambassadors and said, yep, we like that. We think that's a good idea. Uh, they haven't given a whole lot of other information beyond that, probably because it's so obviously authoritarian. But it is terrifying. And most people in the media, other than shows like this, are just completely ignoring it, even though it's an incredible, incredible power grab on the part of the United Nations. Please do not dismiss these things. Uh, You can find it now wherever you get your books. Dark Future by Glenn Beck and who you've been listening to, Justin Haskins, a fantastic researcher. Um, Get it now wherever you get your books. It comes out tomorrow. Dark Future. Order it now. More in just a second. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Hey, we're doing something with Tucker Carlson on Friday. We'll let you know about that in a second. If you're feeling trapped by the amount of credit card debt that you're facing each month, are you tired of making the minimum payments that you'll never see really the needle move on the actual balance? It's stressful, I know. But there is a way for you to possibly get out from underneath that gun if you own your own home there is a smart way to tackle it and it is time to unlock the power of home ownership and just see if this is right for you using some of the equity that you have in your house to pay that debt off once and for all it will remove that 20 percent interest rate and move it down closer to five or six 
It's American Financing. They're family-owned mortgage company. They're in it for you, saving people like you an average of $700 a month. So do it now. You could end up being able to delay up to two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. Tomorrow is the day, Dark Future, uncovering the Great Reset's terrifying next phase from Glenn Beck. Available in bookstores everywhere. Go to glensnewbook.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I want to play, uh, play a couple of uh, sound bites that, I don't know, maybe we should pay attention to. Here's cut to Joe Biden. What made you uh, change your mind and decide to give them these weapons? Two things, Fred, and it was a very difficult decision on my part. Uh, and by the way, I discussed this with our allies, discussed this with our friends up on the Hill. And uh, we're in a situation where Ukraine continues to be brutally attacked across the board by munitions, by these cluster munitions that are, have dud rates that are very, very low, I mean, very high that are dangerous to civilians, number one. Number two, uh, the Ukrainians are running out of ammunition. But the main thing is they either have the weapons to stop the Russians now from their, keep them from stopping the Ukrainian offensive through these areas, or uh, they don't. And I think they needed them. So, uh, okay, great. So what is a cluster bomb? Let me just refresh your memory in case you don't know. It's a bomb uh, almost in some ways like a um, intercontinental ballistic missile when it has little uh, nukes inside or little bombs inside that kind of spray out and go to different places, except a cluster bomb just kind of scrapes this whole area. It has many little bombs in it, so when it opens up before impact, they all kind of hit in a general area. The reason why, as he mentioned there, that they are so obscene is because many of them don't go off, and so kids will later be in a field and they'll go, ooh, what's this, and pick it up and it'll blow up. They are condemned by almost all of the world. In fact, Jen Psaki, uh, condemned the use of cluster bombs. Listen to her. Paid, uh, cut 18, please. Um, there are reports of illegal cluster bombs and vacuum bombs being used by the Russians. Uh, if that's true, what is the next step of this administration? And is there a red line for how much violence uh, will be tolerated against civilians in this manner that's illegal and potentially a war crime? It is. It would be. I don't have any confirmation of that. We have seen the reports. Be a war, uh, if, war crime. if that were true, it would potentially be a war crime. Obviously, there are a range of international fora that would assess that. Um, so certainly, we would look to that to be a part of that mm. conversation. Yeah, yeah, and that it stops being a war crime when Ukraine is out of ammunition. And does that really help Ukraine for the president to say they're out of ammunition? I mean, that's uh, huh. That seems kind of dangerous in and of itself. I mean, doesn't it? Uh, Here he is, uh, cut 19 ammunition stocks. Number one. Number two, uh, the Ukrainians are running out of ammunition. Uh, The ammunition, uh, they they call them 155 millimeter weapons. 
this is a this is a war relating to munitions and uh, the running out of those that ammunition and we're low on it. And oh, good. OK, so they're out of it and we're low on it. Oh. OK. Stu. Thoughts. Glenn, I would use the term suboptimal to describe that particular <laughs> commentary. You know, may I follow that with it's going to be interesting to see how all this works out, isn't it? It really would be, be interesting to see yeah. how all of this works out. You know, it's fascinating to uh, I, I just I keep coming back to the idea that we should not be talking about this stuff at all. Like uh, they keep describing in detail all of these things that we're doing as if it's an intentional uh, 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 you know a bite at the apple to start a world war as if like our okay. big goal here is to get this one started i yes that's, that's the opposite of my goal. yes may i just could we just play back again just listen to the question to jen saki that i just played to highlight what you just said cut 18 um, there are reports of illegal cluster bombs and vacuum bombs being used by the Russians. Uh, if that's true, what is the next step of this administration? Could we and stop? There-, uh, there are reports. And if that's true, you don't. Mm. She didn't say President Putin just announced he's using cluster bombs. OK, President Biden. It's not a report. They don't have to say uh, well, maybe that's what they're doing. United States is distancing themselves from what is said to be cluster bombs. No, we said we're sending them over. Hello? Yeah, it's not. Vladimir Putin did an interview with moronic uh, CNN personality Fareed Zakaria explaining to him why we're sending munitions banned in over 100 countries to their enemies. Like, that's not that way that works in any other place. I don't know why we're doing that. Unbelievable. It, it should be one of those things that they're saying, hey. Where, where do the Ukrainians get these cluster munitions if we were going to and give them it, to them at all, of course? Isn't it weird that the headlines that you see overseas all revolve around Ukraine and China? Hmm. Now, let's just think this through. Ukraine, Hunter Biden. China, Hunter Biden. Look at what we're doing all of the time. Uh, let me play Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen in China. Here she's walking in to meet President Xi. Oh, and she's bowing. Oh, honorable one. Yeah, can we grab her so she's not bowing? Can we possibly uh, do that? By the way, uh, you, you have uh, the president yesterday talking about China. And saying that he had a moment with President Z, and it was very important uh, because he wanted to make sure that they understood they're in dangerous territory. They're in dangerous territory. Didn't you just? Didn't you just put a global coalition of countries together to work against fentanyl? And the number one maker of fentanyl, China, is not a part of that. Oh, I bet they're very afraid. Be afraid. Be very, very afraid. So here's what he uh, here's what he said. The Biden administration uh, went over and he talked to um, President Z, and he said, 
Uh, you know, I, I told President Z, uh, and I'm quoting, this is not a threat. This is an observation. But since Russia went to Ukraine, I'm quoting, 600 American corporations have pulled out from Russia. And since you told me that your country depends on investment from Europe and the United States, be careful. Be very, very careful. This is not a threat. It's an observation. Gee, that sounds like a threat to me. Sure sounds like one. And what leader of any country would be a responsible leader if he didn't then say after that meeting, the president just said we should be careful. Uh, Let's make sure our banking systems are not tied and dependent on the United States. Now, maybe he wasn't threatening. He was wink, wink, nod, nod. Here's your opportunity, Z. I'm going to sound like I'm tough, but I'm helping you accomplish what you need to accomplish. Because after all, my family got $40 million from you guys. I sold the American people out for 12 cents a head. <laughs> How great. It's uh, incredible. It really is incredible when you look at it. Uh, this way, uh, you know, of course, any country that is being threatened like this would take action and should be planning mm-hmm. to take action to defend against some crazy president in another country that might do something nuts. And, you know, I, I will also say, Glenn, you know, the threat of 600 companies leaving Russia, if anything, we've found, I would argue that the impact was less than expected from that action, right? Like, you know, I know all the Chuck E. Cheese's in Russia shut down, but it didn't seem to do all that much to their economy. Uh, Stu, Stu, you have to remember, too, this this is what's driving the dollar into oblivion. This is what's driving the gold standard. We've lost more value in our dollar over the last two years than we did over the previous 20 years. Okay, our dollar was like 80 percent, something like that, of all global reserve currency back in 2000. By 2020, I think it was at, oh, 49 percent or 53 percent. It's now at 43 percent. We're killing ourselves. We're killing ourselves. That when we took that action in Russia and said, we're not going to give you access to SWIFT, what do you think Russia did? They went to China. They went to all of the other countries that depend on us right now and say, hey, do you trust the United States? Well, I don't know. They can be kind of wishy-washy at times. I'm not sure I agree with them all the time, but I have to. Good. We're coming up with a new program that will replace SWIFT so all of the transactions can go through us and don't have to worry about the United States. When you say something like that to China, you've pushed Z into a corner as a responsible leader of any nation. I don't care if he's a dictator or not. Any nation that a leader would not say, hey, we got to get off of this. Yeah, it's crazy. These dynamics play out in all of these countries, right? There's always a, a harder core faction that is pushing to say, no, don't do any business with them. Let's start our own thing. Let's go around them. And you empower those people when you act this way. Sometimes you can't avoid it, right? I mean, these are not always easy issues, but you, you look every time you go back to the foundation of all of these problems, it's basically you're asking Joe Biden 
and the people around him, Antony Blinken, to be able to navigate these waters successfully. And over and over and over again, they show that they are only capable of sinking ships. That is all they can do. They cannot navigate waters. They're terrible at this. And we have our future in their hands, which uh, to tie it into your new book, Dark Future comes to mind. (laughs) Well, let me give you this. Let me give you this. We're talking about the banking system and everything that's changing. And let me just give you a little bright piece of sunshine here, Stu. Uh, The Postal Service is now thinking about getting into the financial service sector. Um, Postal banking. Uh, The government says the post office could help reach unbanked and underbanked people in rural and urban communities. Uh, Mainstream financial institutions and predatory lenders often take advantage of underbanked Americans with high fees or interest rates to keep them in a cycle of poverty. But as families across the country try to recover from the economic crisis, establishing a postal banking pilot program would ensure these communities have financially safe and reliable banking services. This isn't asking you to put your full faith and credit and trust into the United States of America. It's asking you to put it into the United States of America and the post office. (laughs) That doesn't sound like a winner to me. Our sponsor, uh, this half hour, can I, I mean, what are they doing? Uh, The chairman of the Fed, Jerome Powell, keeps predicting a recession in the United States. Seems like a good time to protect yourself against potential future declines in your portfolio with some precious metals. Listen, you have a portfolio. You just never think about it. If you have a 401k, you have a portfolio. So what is in your portfolio and how does it pay off? Is it all in the stock market, which could go haywire? Will it be paid in dollars, which could go haywire? You've seen the steepest hikes in monetary policy in 40-something years. And now they're talking about even more. Do you wait six months to get prepared, or do you want to prepare right now? This week only, with every purchase of five of their popular one-ounce gold legal tender bar cards, you're going to receive 25 ounces of pure silver for free. With 25 of the silver Mayflower rounds at no cost. The legal tender bars have been sold out for almost two months now. They'll sell out again, so don't wait. If you're interested, you get the gold, and with every card, you'll get 25 ounces of pure silver at no additional cost. 866 Goldline. 866 Goldline or goldline.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Friday, Blaze Media teams up with the family leader to host the first presidential forum of the 2024 primaries. Forum's going to be moderated by our dear friend, uh, Tucker Carlson. It's going to be his first public event since his departure from Fox News, and it will be seen on the Blaze, Blaze Media. You just go to uh, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code uh, Glenn. will not be censored. 
Use that code. Will not be censored and uh, save $30. Um, you go to uh, it's exclusive interview just with Tucker Carlson. You're going to see the entire uh, conversation with all of the um, all of the um, uh, candidates. And then I do an exclusive event afterwards uh, on stage with Tucker Carlson. Just an exclusive interview with him on blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code will not be censored. Save $30. Uh, all right, uh, Stu, I know you're going to talk about uh, the election coming up with um, with Megyn Kelly. Tell me um, what your thoughts are on the DeSantis and Vivek, you know, starting to close the gap and DeSantis going down. Is this just the media playing this? Or what? what is this? Yeah, you're talking about the, there's a report out about how Vivek had a, a pretty strong poll, showed him near 10%. Yeah. Um, and DeSantis, I think in that poll was 16% was the report. I, the, the link was broken in the right. story that I saw. But, uh, you know, I, I think, that, you know, Vivek, I think has been one of the few candidates that you might argue is has overperformed expectations so far out of this field. Yeah. Like he's, you know, I don't think he's a... A threat to DeSantis or Trump at this point, but he's he's had a pretty strong campaign. Um, but I again, think he's this connecting is, with a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people. I think so too. But the the, the end of the day is this is still Trump's to lose, and it will be his to lose. Yeah. Well, we, you know. let me just give you a prediction: Trump Vivek twenty twenty four. Interesting. Vivek. That's what you think is going to yeah. happen, or is that just I a do. possibility? No, I think I think that's what's going to happen. The Glenn Beck program.